This is the Pop Tournaments podcast. In Pop Tournaments, we take a category of pop culture and let you, the fans, vote on matchups in a single elimination tournament format to determine an ultimate champion. We are here to discuss those results and the upcoming matchups. Thanks to our great community and everybody who votes, let's start the show. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Pop Tournaments podcast. It is June 7th, 2021. This is episode 51, and we are coming to you from the ICU because we've been reenacting a lot of these cartoon scenes that we've been watching in this cartoon (laughs) tournament. We've taken them as real life, as we are expected Mm -hmm. to do, and... um, uh, Ryan got flattened by an anvil. Mm. I ran into a fake wall that ah, had a that tunnel happens. painted on it. Yeah, yeah. And yep. um, uh, Jen was uh, uh, given a sandwich that uh, had a stick of dynamite in it. Yeah, yep. it did. Mm-hmm. So this is all specifically uh, Wiley e. Coyote and Roadrunner that we're <laughs> recreating. <laughs> The most dangerous of all of them. The most dangerous game. <laughs> what, if, what if we got like a gritty reboot of Roadrunner versus Coyote? Like Zach, Okay, not Zack Snyder, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I don't that know, was I the, think Snyder could be good for that. Coyote, Coyote versus Runner. The most yeah. dangerous game. Mm-hmm. We get all the backstory about why he's trying to destroy him. Yeah. It's more like John Wick style. Yeah. <laughs> well, we might get into backstories uh, a little later. But uh, so welcome. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Pop Tournaments podcast. We have Ryan Barrett. What's happening, everybody? <laughs> and Jennifer Schmidt. Hi, friends. I'm Jake. So happy to have everybody back here uh, once again. Uh, we're actually uh, a, a week away from our latest episode, like usual, but two weeks away from recording together. So happy to see you guys. Hope it's been a fun two weeks. Ryan, mm-hmm. what's been going on, man? Oh, boy. It's been wild. Um you know, there's been a heat wave here, so I think that's been um, a- affecting a lot of our lives and, uh, you know, what we've been Brains. doing. Yeah. Um, so that's been, the, the last week has been pretty crazy with that at work, just trying to not die every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's been, I, I had a double, a lot of just getting out of, covid land you know Mm -hmm. um first of all we saw a movie in the movie theater (laughs) for the first time uh and hopefully their their ac was working their ac was working Mm -hmm. great and uh yeah it was it was super super fun we went to see quiet place too which was pretty good um Mm -hmm. you know it, it wasn't amazing but like um I wasn't expecting it. It met my expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, but it was just such a fun time. Like ever mm-hmm. since then, I've just been like, come on, Becky, let's go see another movie. Please, please. <laughs> yeah. Goonies is playing. Let's go see it. Like, I don't give a fuck. I just want to get back to the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just so much fun to like be in a room full of people all like gasping together and laughing together mm-hmm. and whatever. Um, and eating popcorn which I did eat popcorn, which was, you know, one of the first well, you questions. You have to that the Riverview. They have like the best yeah. popcorn. Yep, yep. Um, so that was really fun. And then this last weekend, we went to two weddings back to back on Friday mm-hmm. and Saturday night. Um, which the first wedding was, um, you know, in a really nice downtown, uh, you know, loft sort of setting. Um, and it was gorgeous and like the food was amazing. Um, nothing too like fancy. It was mm-hmm. catered by a really, um, you know, solid local 
uh, food chain that's like just always mm-hmm. produces really consistent food and Domingo? uh brasa ah mm-hmm. yep and um and then i was one of the people who was asked to make a punch for the wedding but there was mm-hmm. five other local bartenders who all <laughs> made punches so they were and all the punches were non-alcoholic but you could add a spirit mm-hmm. to any of them mm-hmm. so it was really cool for me as somebody who doesn't drink because mm-hmm. i was able to try like a bunch of different punches from really mm-hmm. respected local bartenders and uh so it was just a super fun time and i got to hang out with a bunch of industry people that i haven't seen in a long time so it was just a blast i just um, want to say real quick that was a super cool concept i saw your i saw your personal post and like yeah i thought that that was that was a genius idea especially given the the, the situation you know the, or the possibilities that they could do with their catering and that mm-hmm. was that was so cool I, I, big I time it. It, i it, i totally uh, agree i'd never seen that before and i'm like i hope that that's a trend that continues because uh mm-hmm. It just makes everything so flexible. I mean, even if you do drink, like Becky, for example, she had, uh, you know, she'd like have one with alcohol and then she'd have Mm -hmm. one with no alcohol. And then she'd Mm -hmm. go back and have another one with alcohol Mm -hmm. and then another one with no alcohol. So, you know, it wasn't like she was getting wasted, but she was able Mm -hmm. to kind of maintain a nice little social buzz and Mm -hmm. try a bunch of different drinks. Yeah, Yeah, Mm -hmm. totally. Exactly. Um, That's awesome. But I didn't mean to cut you off. Go on. No. And it was really cool. This is the first time I'd ever I've ever gotten to do this. They they named all the punches after the people who made them. Mm -hmm. So on the menu, my drink was just called the Ryan. So (laughs) I I got to go up to the bar and go, "Uh, I guess I'll just have the me. (laughs) (laughs) Which was pretty cool. Oh, um, I can't wait until we can make that joke many more times in the future. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the yeah, next so night. So from pictures it, I've seen, yeah, the next wedding stands in stark contrast. Yes, to... yes. <laughs> it it was uh, outdoors. Um, and it was like 103 degrees. <laughs> and it was just humid. And it was on like a farm. So it kind of, you know, it, it was just like not uh it wasn't an ideal setting for a hundred degree day that's the risk Um, you run yeah it is (laughs) yeah and you know june is probably the most popular month for weddings Mm -hmm. and in minnesota you know it's a it's a risk you know any (laughs) month really you know um but yeah it could snow yeah (laughs) but uh but yeah it it was less ideal but it was still a good time got to see family and stuff so yeah cool. um but yeah besides okay. that uh we just watched a ton of tv um Staying and ac oh my god yeah we've been cranking it <laughs> um i've been watching Whoa. so there's two two shows i want to mention and both um really kind of speak to um the um hold on one sec here i think both have a lot to say about um you know sexism and um the patriarchy Mm -hmm. um and they're both very different um one of them is much more female centric and that show is called hacks um Mm, it's on Mm, i'm looking forward to seeing that yeah yeah it's it's on hbo max it's it's a uh, I think it's ten episodes long and it's eight episodes in right now, mm-hmm. um, but it's kind of like a a Joan Rivers type uh, comedian um, at the center of the story, and then she gets connected with a young upstart writer who's kind of who kind of just got canceled sort of uh, because mm-hmm. of a controversial tweet and. So she gets hooked up with this kind of has been comedian to try to like uh, rehab her image and kind of get her more hip and whatever. So it's kind of the story of these two um, forging a relationship together and trying to revitalize her career. Um, but it's it's just a great, great show. This last episode, episode eight, was incredible. Um, but yeah, it's 
I, I don't want to give away too much of the plot, but um, it's just a really, really good show. Another fun fact um, that I didn't know at first when I started watching this, the 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 lead character, I would say. So it, it, the the comedian character is played by Gene Smart. Uh, okay. But the other main character, the young woman, is played by Lorraine Newman's daughter. Oh, a SNL oh, legend. I didn't know that. Love yeah, that. very cool. Love that um, and I had never, I've never seen her before in anything else, mm-hmm. and she's great. Um, really funny, but just very natural. Um, great actress. Something um, definitely worth checking out. Definitely. The other one <laughs> that also has a lot to say about sexism and about the patriarchy in a much different setting is called mythic quest and it's oh, on yeah. apple tv mm-hmm. and it's starring rob McElhenney from it's always sunny in philadelphia mm-hmm. um and, and a great um and abed from communities and there? abed mm-hmm. from community yep but, I, I, but it's, i'm sorry i'm not I can't, danny pooty sorry I, I, yes yeah. yes yep okay. but but it's just got a great um you know, cast of characters, much like, you know, community and Parks and Rec and stuff like mm-hmm. that, where there's not really like, other than Rob McElhenney, who's sort of the lead of the show, there's not really like uh, leads and supporting. It's kind of like right. everybody's equally ensemble, ensemble <laughs> exactly. Um, but it's it's about um, this um, staff who creates this game called Mythic Quest. And it's kind mm-hmm. of like a, um, you know, World of Warcraft sort of game. And so, it, you know, talks a lot about like, um, you know, just kind of like gaming culture mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, but it's really, really great. And um, it they did a couple episodes during like a couple special episodes during mm-hmm. COVID. So I think there's like nine episodes in season one and then two special episodes that they did during covid Mm -hmm. and then now they just released the second season but um we made it through the first six episodes last night because we heard there was this amazing episode that's Mm -hmm. a total bottle episode and it was absolutely mind-blowing it was like a short film yeah absolutely (laughs) um yeah it's just basically like an entire like backstory of one of the characters mm-hmm. um and yeah really really good show highly recommend was was it a very special episode that they advertised for two weeks leading up to it? <laughs> probably did somebody Tune offer someone for... drugs yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's gonna come up later too <laughs> we got you guys are all red herring everything so yeah uh <laughs> cool man I, i'm glad i'm glad it's been well and, and you've been able to stay cool and uh you know again hopefully it, we're all you know we've got that experience in the service industry and it's been a little mm-hmm. crazy and 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 jen you're you're coming to hopefully <sighs> close out it's been a crazy let's get there year you got yep. five days left we're we're mm-hmm. all rooting for you um, <laughs> but have you have you enjoyed your time since the last time we've talked have you found time to relax a little bit yeah yeah a little bit so it's good I mean I'm definitely just like there's just a like weird level of exhaustion for teachers (laughs) and for students like the last week of school so it's yeah I'm exhausted but we can the finish line is right there so yep got a lot of students who are trying to do all their work from the whole quarter of the class (laughs) in a week so that's right. fun and then they're like i turned this in why is it not graded yet i got i did get that email like sunday night and i'm like well because you turned it in at 145 <laughs> on friday <laughs> so it's gonna take a little bit it'll be graded yeah. on monday but <laughs> right? yeah so but i all know i did some like antiquing this weekend and stuff nice. like that so any good finds yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I found some really fun stuff. So, some, oh, I, I mean, I love finding treasures. So, <laughs> yep, right good. on. Right on. And, yep, good time. I think, I think you're, you're about to embark on your ice cream adventure, correct? We are, yes. The, so, the yearly... my son and I, 
Yeah, we do um, ice cream every Monday during summer right. vacation. So this coming Monday will actually already be, we're, we're driving to Colorado on Sunday. So we'll be okay. in Colorado um, somewhere in Summit County. So we'll figure out what the best ice cream place is there. And yep, every every Monday. So yep, it's on my Instagram if you ever want to see yep. it. But we've done it for the yep. past like three years, I think. No, I think yeah, we'll we'll end up talking more about this over mm-hmm. the summer uh, uh, on the pod. Um, but what do you think is more divisive? Is it what's the better ice cream flavor or what's the better ice cream shop? At least uh, we have a lot of pop tarts mm-hmm. here in Minnesota. I guess I should uh, clarify. So, what do you think amongst the the Minnesota pop tarts? What's more divisive, the, the the better ice cream flavor or the better ice cream shop? Because I mean, they kind of go hand in hand, right? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's, I would say like more divisive is ice cream versus like cake or other things like that. Or do you Mm -hmm. want like just regular ice cream, like scooped from a big tub? Or do you want like fancy ice creams? I'd say that's probably divisive. Do you want like the crazy flavors or the weird cones or Mm -hmm. all of that? Or do you want like the really standard... Yep, that Blue Moon I know is a popular, I think something like Blue Moon or something like that is a popular <laughs> Minnesota flavor. Yeah. Ryan, it felt like you wanted to kind of jump in there. I didn't yeah, to... I mean, ju- just going um, between the two choices, um, mm-hmm. you know, flavor or shop, I think shop is more divisive. Um, mm-hmm. I think that most people know cookies and cream is the best flavor. So it's, uh, I'm just kidding. Um, I I do think cookies and cream is really, really great. And I think that it's like a great everyday flavor. Like if I Mm -hmm. had to eat ice cream every day, I think cookies and cream would be the one I would stock. But but I, um, I think that people are very loyal to their brands, especially in Mm -hmm. like, I feel like in St. Paul, it's really oh, people yeah. are like Izzy's and other people Izzy's, like Grand yeah. Old Creamery and whatever. Yeah. Nelson's. Um, Nelson's. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I don't feel like there's a lot of fights over ice cream so, flavors as much. Well, yeah. I think so. So to keep it peaceful, I think maybe maybe this week um, or maybe the day before or day after mm-hmm. this this drops. We'll ask everybody what their favorite ice cream flavor is, and mm-hmm. um, if you if you're gonna define uh, a place that serves that flavor, they should be the only place that serves that flavor. Let's maybe say, like, you know, <laughs> interesting. You can't rules. be like, oh, this place is Rocky Road is better than this place is Rocky. No, just you're either Rocky Road or not Rocky Road, right? <laughs> right. All right. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not putting rules on anything, but but yeah, let's we'll we'll come up with a question about ice cream flavors, and then yeah. we look forward to uh, uh, Jen getting you and your son's mm-hmm. report. Uh, Absolutely. I I have to know right now. What's your favorite like in the Twin Cities? Um, Place? I I yeah. like um. Okay, so it's La Michiocana. However, you like mm. it's ice cream yeah. place. The yep, there's one. It's um near Lake Street, um not yeah. too far from you, Ryan. And then they opened up one in St. Paul, really close to me, uh, last summer. And that's nice. my favorite. Like they've got this guava like sorbet that is like has these big hunks of guava in it, and yeah. it's just so good and it's so refreshing. I love like sorbets with fruit chunks, so. I've yeah, actually so had that. That was really that was really good. Yeah. I've never had anything else like it for sure. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the experience of going to La Michoacana was like really fun and really memorable just because it's like going to um, you know, Willy Wonka's factory yeah. or something. It's just so and colorful. Got all and of these so amazing popsicles yeah. and like with like slices of kiwi in them that look just yep. gorgeous. And then you can do like all these other options too, like drinks. It's overwhelming. So, yeah, yeah. and I like the St. Paul location because it's not as busy. So. Oh, nice! It's good to know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an I I'm old school. I'm a grand old creamery guy just because I uh-huh. was I, I I grew up you know suburban slash rural, 
and that was always like people within my group who were in the same situation it was something they didn't know about so like <laughs> as, you know into my teenage years that was a that was a cool place to take people and and, and, and introduce them to so it and it again it's it's still good i, I ice cream i'm it not gonna good. say mm -hmm. like it's the absolute number one or anything but it's just it it's also that nostalgia feeling it's so. solid mm -hmm. black hills gold yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. ryan what, what you asked what do you got um i think sweet science might be mm, i love sweet science my favorite um but yeah you know weirdly like the the place that we probably go the most is nelson's which is not like mm -hmm. a creamery it's just a mm -hmm. place that scoops ice cream <laughs> yeah um, i think they have like kemp's ice cream and they just but they yeah. give you a shitload of it so much like a kid <laughs> size is like eight scoops it's insane so it's it's kind of like the experience of it but uh yeah and but yeah, Kemp's, I what they I, serve to restaurants, like the, just I used to work for a place mm -hmm. where we ordered from Kemp's. It's way different than the shit they sell in the store. Like they mm -hmm. deliver yeah. a better. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're not mm -hmm. you're not wrong there. Yep. Mm -hmm. No. So so, you know, that that's probably where I go the most. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I really like Izzy's um, mm -hmm. and I think Sweet Science probably have to be my number one, though. Mm -hmm. Right. on. I don't go there a ton, but if I was to like do a grand tour of favorite ice creams or like you know ice cream tastings that mm -hmm. would be up there cool yeah nice nice sorry so we, we got we're <laughs> again we're gonna do some ice cream reports throughout the summer um yeah. we got a little off track uh and it's again it's been a couple of weeks that's what's gonna happen um me and my super awesome, wonderful, amazing, beautiful girlfriend Kaylee have been watching a bunch of movies lately, and um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna save a couple of them, but I figured I'd bring up probably I'm definitely not gonna save it for a Recco's episode because it's kind of obvious in there. But we watched Cruella. Oh, Ooh. fun! I want to watch that. And you haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it yet. Ryan, have you? Haven't watched it yet. Not, not yet. It was uh, interesting. I, very, very well. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's mm -hmm. a very, very, very good movie um, on its own. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I again, I, I should say, great movie on its own. But I just really wonder where it fits in. Uh, I apologize. The zeitgeist. Boom. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything. That's that's so that's mm -hmm. all I'll say. Um, but yeah, watched a ton of movies. Uh, we finally finished. Um, if for her, it was a rewatch for me the first time. Um, just over the last week, we finished The Good Place. Absolutely loved mm -hmm. the ending nice. to that movie. I'm I'm sure that that or not movie show. Mm -hmm. um, that's a, that's a show that's going to come up in a future tournament, and I will uh, mm -hmm. be pushing hard for now after seeing it the whole. Way through, so. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, really fun. oh you know uh, other cute thing we watched uh, the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. I, I think oh, I that's an older that. one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it was. It's just a fun movie. I'm not usually mm -hmm. a huge uh, Ben Stiller fan. Um, but it's just a, it's a nice movie. And, um, you know, again, I'm not usually into like just the, the almost hallmarky heartwarming mm -hmm. things, but uh, I liked, I liked that <laughs> movie. So that's what, what we've been up to, but I've also been watching a lot of cartoons. Have you guys been watching awesome. some cartoons? Mm -hmm. Catching up a yep. little, maybe? Mm -hmm. Uh, we've got, uh, uh, six more matchups or 12 more uh, shows uh, to get through. And um, these are some really, really interesting matchups. We've had some really close ones also. Um, I don't know if you guys saw uh, Rocco's Modern World. Beat, Modern uh, Life? Hey, or, yeah, I keep saying world. Uh, Rocco's <laughs> Modern <laughs> Family. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that show. Uh, beat Hey Arnold by one vote. That was oh uh, my lord, crazy, crazy. We've had such yeah, close matches. Tied on, tied on Twitter, tied on Facebook. Wow, one yeah. vote victory on Instagram. Jeez, yep. <gasps> yeah. So, um, and that just shows. I, I think th this is one of those ones mm -hmm. we all three went into saying, 
have no idea what's going to happen, but um, let's get right back into the matchups. Uh, we've got Garfield and Friends, uh, which we kind of talked about a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. uh, up against uh, the Ren and Stimpy show. I just realized today we, we put that wrong on the bracket. We just put Ren and Stimpy. It's it's actually the Ren and Stimpy show. I felt oh. kind of <laughs> stupid <laughs> about that, but yeah, whatever. Um, so, you know, cat and dog versus uh, dog and cat here. Mm-hmm. Um Garfield and Friends was kind of a, a segmented uh, show. Uh, we talked about U.S. Acres uh, earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan, I know this was one of your favorites, but I wanted to remember uh, or ask you: Did do you remember the? Uh, it wasn't in every episode, but the screaming with Binky, uh, little little fifteen second portion. It would be like just something mundane, and then all of a sudden Binky would go, "Hey, fisherman." Mm-mm. No, no, not no. all right. Okay, but you do remember U.S. Acres. I know you liked oh, the yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Yep, what do you I, think uh, I, I, I used to love watching Garfield and Friends. Um, it was definitely one of those shows that just was always really satisfying to me. It was never mm-hmm. like my favorite show um, on TV, but every Saturday it would be like, oh hell yeah, Garfield and Friends is on. <laughs> you know? And like it was always just really entertaining, really funny. And yeah, that, like you said, the, the U S acres chunk was like such a refreshing, fun surprise. I've never met anybody who didn't like that. Um, Oh, you had Wade, wow. Wade, the duck with the, with the inflatable duck tube, yeah. uh, that was uh he was a fun character um but ren and stimpy is like my it my it's probably my favorite show in all of these (laughs) um i rewatched an episode recently and it totally holds up one thing that i never thought of i mean it you know it it wasn't really talked about i don't think um during its initial run i never heard anybody talk about it but have you guys heard that like uh and I don't I don't know if this is actual facts or if this is just something people made up on the internet but that they're a couple like that that's what was like intended is that, no, the, that. these two oh, are no. are supposed to be a couple huh. and kind of like a Barton Ernie situation yeah yeah, yeah I yeah. heard that a few years ago yeah but but rewatching it keep it having that in mind uh-huh it's very cute and like it, it makes sense um, <laughs> if that what if that is what what the creators intended. Yeah. Um, but either way, it's a hilarious show. Definitely like was the precursor to SpongeBob, I think, in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. SpongeBob oh, yeah. was a lot more kind of mainstream, I think, um, mm-hmm. where Ren and Stimpy just really like push the envelope as far yeah. as it could with like gross out stuff and just weird humor. Um, but yeah, there's just, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, even yeah. at the time it, it was mind blowing, like some of the, the places they would go. Like I remember um, w- one episode in particular where they kind of do like a, a parody of Rapunzel, but mm-hmm. Uh, they, but the person, it's like, uh, Ren is, is the, you know, person in the, in the tower. And mm-hmm. I can't remember. I, I believe that it's, uh, it says he lets down his armpit hair. <laughs> oh, um, gross. Yeah. That and and right. they like climb up his ar- armpit hair. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's just weird shit like that. That's, you know really absurd and gross and funny and they really like lean into that heavy um and yeah i don't know it's it's probably the only show on here that i could like watch now and really still like the same (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know so i'm definitely voting ren and stampy that's my favorite to win this whole thing i i feel (laughs) i i I mean i do feel a little bit of love for that show because it's uh, uh, the Ren character is a small dog, and I have three small dogs. 
which mm-hmm. I just had to go check on because they're whining. Um, but uh, Jen, what do you what do you feel like? Is it is it the Nickelodeon show? Is it the the broadcast TV show? Yeah, I did not like either of these shows, oh. so I will just not be voting on this matchup. Yeah, I yeah, my brother loved Ren and Stimpy. And I loved the other Nickelodeon shows that came out at the same time period, like Rugrats and Doug. Um, And I, yeah, definitely at that age, I did not care for the bizarre and gross-out humor. Um, I may try revisiting it now. Um, I haven't yet, because again, I'm not looking forward to watching it, because I did not like it at all. But I should give it another try. Um, Especially just, like, picturing them as a gay couple might make me like it more. So, uh, so I'll check it out again, but I did yep. not care for it at all. Like, hated Red and Stimpy when it was on. And I never liked Garfield either. I was always, like, turn on the TV and, like, ugh, Garfield and friends. And I'd leave. <laughs> I really was very disturbed by, like, the egg with the legs on the farm. <laughs> Sheldon. Sheldon, yes. Thank you. <laughs> I did not like that. I thought all the far parts really boring. I thought Garfield, like, that part was fine. Like, I read Garfield comics. Like, I would, like, get books from the library, like, the collections of all the Garfield comics. Um, but I just, I did not like the cartoon either, and I hated the farm parts. And so, yeah, I'll just sit this round out, and I'll let people who love them vote for their favorite. No, <laughs> not R- Ryan... Ryan, do you remember there was always a different joke at the end of the theme song uh, where, where Garfield would appear and he'd go say something like, hey, Gar- or, hey Heathcliff, eat your heart out. Oh, no, I don't remember <laughs> oh. that. Oh, you got to revisit the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, the, there was, I just, I just have to say one more thing. One of the episodes of Ren and Stimpy that I rewatched recently that was just so fucking hysterical. Um, Ren the chihuahua his uh all of his teeth rot out because he never brushes his teeth and so all he has left are nerve endings hanging oh. out of all of his tooth holes and like totally he just has like stink this. lines coming out of his yep. mouth and um stimpy tells him that if he if he pulls out his nerve endings and put them under his pillow that the nerve ending fairy will come and leave money <laughs> Oh, boy. And that's just like, uh, you know, the kind of gold that you'd only find in Ren and Stimpy. Oh, <laughs> man. Back to the Ren and Stimpy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Our, uh, our next matchup, uh, uh, jumping in up into another quadrant, we have uh, Muppet Babies uh, versus Doug. And oh, I think yeah. this is going to be this is going to be a tough matchup. It's, Big time. it's one of those ones. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, depending, depending yep. on when you were watching these cartoons, I was surprised to learn that uh, once again, um, voice acting. We had both Howie Mandel and Dave Coulier, uh, somewhat involved in the Muppet Babies, just uh, yeah. small bit parts. Um, the weird thing for me watching uh, Muppet Babies was one of my favorite shows, mm-hmm. but I always thought their nanny was actually uh, one of the wicked witches from uh, no, the, socks. the Wizard of uh-huh. Oz because because yep. of the socks uh-huh. because of the so- that they only showed her socks I'm like oh oh yeah she she's yep. just one of the the witches makes sense mm-hmm. <laughs> um and this 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 was the show that really kind of uh, kicked off the whole oh we're gonna reboot uh, different mm-hmm. uh, properties Indiana Jones mm-hmm. yeah with children. Mm-hmm versions you know and we'll, it, mm-hmm. it, we have two more to two more big ones to talk about later but um yeah and then doug doug was a big show um uh very very long running uh more middle mm-hmm. school age not not mm-hmm. as much of the youngster um really focused uh, jen i'm gonna guess that uh the journaling aspect really mm-hmm. appeals here um mm-hmm. and, and i like i i like a, a good narration but um what, yeah what do I you love see that do, do, do you like both these shows, neither of these shows? <laughs> these ones, I actually do like both. Um, I <laughs> deeply love both of these shows, and I can't believe I'm going to have to vote against one of them in the first round. <laughs> um, I liked them, you know, at different times of my life, but I definitely watched Muppet Babies every time it was on. Um, had seen all of the episodes 
you know, I'm sure multiple times. I just love that it's just this like ode to imagination um, in such a fun way. And I love the Muppets. That's kind of was my entry into the Muppets, which I'm still obsessed with them. Um, so yeah, Muppet Babies, so good. Um, I did love Doug too. And I still like, there's some things about Doug that for some reason, like just still have space in my brain. Like how Skeeter would call getting your hair cut, getting your ears lowered. Mm-hmm. I still think that every time I see someone got a haircut. <laughs> so what was the yeah. name of, do, do you remember the name of his like superhero? Um, oh, it was like, uh, it was a bird yeah. man of some kind. Yeah, but I don't remember. I don't remember offhand. Uh, Jake will know. Um, a little yeah. peek behind the curtain. Jake just got up out of his seat for a hot second. <laughs> and I'm guessing he's grabbing his Totino's pizza rolls out of the microwave. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, but I I loved Doug as well. Um, I liked Doug better than Rugrats, not as much as Ren and Stimpy, but in that yeah. like you know mm-hmm. block of shows. Um, mm-hmm. But I Muppet Babies was definitely one that I watched all the time, and I absolutely mm-hmm. loved. Um, Jake, we need your help here. Mm-hmm. In, in, in Doug, what was the name of the like superhero? Um, that that Doug would play, like his. Oh, uh, I have no, I have yeah, no idea. I, okay. why would he? He didn't have Nickelodeon. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Doug was on Nickelodeon. I had no. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately. All right. I was uh, uh, I was I was busy building stick forts and um, the, creating the Blair Witch. There's 20 people I'm yelling network at their. TV. There's 20 people yelling at their iPhones right now. Going, yeah. You <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> um, but Super Doug. Yeah, no. No. It's it's something man. It's like Pigeon Man or something or mm-hmm. That sounds But good. uh anyway, Muppet Babies. <laughs> um I they did a lot of really cool animation techniques too, like mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess this not really animation but mixing real life film mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the the animation which like was for like a afternoon tv show or a saturday morning tv mm-hmm. show is pretty like groundbreaking you know i don't think anybody else was really doing that um they had no. a great a lot of great movie references too totally like, i'm I sure feel there like were a that's lot of... one of the reasons i'm such a film buff and yeah, my like totally. first introduction to so many movies and then i'd see them later it's like oh this is what that muppet babies was about <laughs> yeah exactly um yeah i feel like there there are a lot of people who probably learned what Indiana Jones and Star Wars and some mm-hmm. of those movies were because of Muppet Babies, you know? Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, there's there's a lot of pop culture too. learning. And, and The Godfather, mm-hmm. when they yeah. did the, the Godfather episode. Um. <laughs> Across this whole tournament, I think we're going to have a lot of uh, uh, pop culture introduction. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah. At least it was for me. I, I, I was a dumb kid, so... Uh. <laughs> I don't know, Ryan. Are you leaning one way or another with Muppet, Muppet Babies, Babies versus Doug? You're a Muppet Babies all yeah, the way. Yeah, and, and you know, I I think Doug is a really really well made show. I think it's really good, um, but Muppet Babies is just like an all timer. I think Muppet Babies is mm-hmm. up there with Ren and Stimpy as like one of the favorites of this tournament, at least from my vantage point. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if other mm-hmm. people agree with me or not, but we'll see. It's it's gonna be interesting. Um, our our next matchup is uh, kind of a. I mean, it's a Disney matchup. Um, interesting. We've got Darkwing Duck uh, versus Goof Troop. Um, I know both mm-hmm. of these are you know for a certain age group are held in uh, really high regard. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a little bit of a controversy behind Darkwing Duck um, as to whether it's a spinoff or not a not a spinoff from. Uh, uh, DuckTales, it's Woo. got, well, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's got uh, some a uh, couple of uh, crossover characters, um, but the creator came out in an inter- interview and said that, no, they are separate universes. So that huh. I found to be a little odd. But Separate um, universes? That's not possible <laughs> yeah. if they have the same characters. I don't <laughs> think he understood the question. <laughs> 
I well, well, the, maybe they also operate within the multiverse. <laughs> yeah, that's a possibility. Disney does own Marvel now. So. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, similar similar situation we have with Goof Troop. Um, you know, there was all all those uh, the history episodes or the family tree episodes where it was all right. the same characters, mm-hmm. just playing uh, different people. But uh, yeah, this this should be a fun one. Um, you know, Goof Troop had the uh, movies afterwards. I think mm-hmm. it might be more popular. But, uh, Jen, uh, two big Disney enterprises, what do you think? Yeah, I don't know how, but I kind of missed out on Darkwing Duck. That's one hmm. of the few, like, from the Disney ones, the Disney Afternoon um, cartoons, that I don't know why I never watched it. I don't have anything against it. Um, mm-hmm. I just never really saw it much. But I do love Goof Troop. I, I'm more familiar with it from the movies than, than the, show. the show. So I don't know how much of the show I watched. Um, but I did enjoy the movies. Movies have, like, some pretty great Disney songs, too. Mm-hmm. So, see, so yeah, I'll definitely be voting Goof Troop for sure. Hmm. Ryan, do you have I, any thoughts here? You know, I kind of am sort of in the same boat as you are with Darkwing Duck with both of these, where I'm like, I I remember both. I mean, honestly, I feel like I loved, loved, loved DuckTales. And the rest of the shows in that block, I would watch sometimes, but I didn't have Mm -hmm. the same sort of like, I have to watch the whole block kind of thing. I never really got into Mm -hmm. Tailspin, Darkwing Duck, Rescue Rangers, or uh, Goof Troop. Like, I watched Mm -hmm. them, but from time to time, but I never really got into any of them. Um, mm. I feel like Goof Troop was kind of in the later end of yeah, it. Yeah, like, I think we were a little bit old for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. And like I remember for sure the movie was like past my time. I didn't, uh, mm-hmm. I wasn't really aware of the movie until much later. Um, like pretty recently, someone was like, oh my God, you've never seen Goof Troop? That's like one of the great <laughs> Disney men. I'm like, they like played the one of the songs for me and I'm like, holy shit, that's like kind of good. But yeah. uh, revisiting it, Goof Troop definitely um, owes a lot, I think, to hip hop culture, <laughs> like early nineties oh, yeah. hip hop culture. It's... But it uh, <laughs> but it, uh, which is kind of cool. Um, Darkwing Duck. Um, I I don't know where where I'm gonna go on this one. Honestly, may I, I might have to revisit both mm-hmm. of them because I remember liking both shows fine. Mm-hmm. But I just don't have any strong feelings towards either. D- Darkwing Duck had one of the weirdest uh, lines in its Wikipedia page. It said this was this was Disney's first animated show that focused on action over adventure. I'm like, don't, <laughs> don't those two things kind of go hand in hand? I, see, <laughs> it's so funny you say that. I just had a discussion with my wife, Rebecca, the other night about saying that I was never a fan of adventure movies. I was always more of a fan <laughs> of action movies. Mm-hmm. Well, that's Me- meaning different. But... If, if, if I was like, and I'm not even really a big fan of action movies, but <laughs> I, I would be like, you know, like I remember when like The Mummy came out being like, uh-huh. mm, this doesn't seem like my cup of tea. This is like an adventure movie. <laughs> I'd rather see like an action movie, like mm-hmm. Die Hard with a Vengeance, than... Yeah an adventure movie where like people dress in like rustic leather garbs mm-hmm. and like, you know, travel across the world and search for artifacts. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I like want to talk to you Duck. about getting, I want to talk to you about getting <laughs> shot in the arm as opposed to getting shot in the head. Yeah. No, uh, it's, that, that is a very Sorry. interesting weird line though for, for a cartoons. Wikipedia yeah. Page. For a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> It's right, like up until right. this point, Disney only focused on adventure, but Darkwing Duck <laughs> broke that mold and finally made a show that was action. <laughs> yeah, there was no action in any of their adventures. Yeah. Well, yep. guess we got here. Yeah. Out. Uh, Goof Troop. I the one thing I have to come clean about, like I, and this this shows how much people can change or uh, you know children mm-hmm. can change. I totally related to Pete, the angry, mean. Oh, really? <laughs> as a child, I'm like, yeah, fuck that goofy guy. Like, he's always <laughs> screwing things up. I can understand why Pete's frustrated. And now looking back, I'm like, God, I, 
it was just the worst <laughs> child. <laughs> layers, layers of the onion. Mm-hmm. Um, our next matchup, uh, we have some monsters here, and I think this is going to be a fun one. Uh, we have gargoyles. Mm-hmm. Big, big cult following um, mm-hmm. up against the, the behemoth of Pokemon, which was actually... Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know this... Pokemon was a video game before anything else. Yeah, um, I didn't know that for either. The, for the original Game Boy, uh, only mm-hmm. in Japan. Oh, that, 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 the, the first video game was on the original Game Boy in Japan. Um, but uh, we can't deny it. This was one of those shows that, you know, even though I was past uh, cartoon viewing age, I, I still caught a, a bunch of in its original airing and... Um, I, you know, it had to be included in this tournament, but I was a huge Gargoyles fan. Loved mm-hmm. uh, the storytelling aspect, mm-hmm. really more in-depth story arcs, um, complex, almost Shakespearean. Um, no, it's ap- absolutely Shakespearean. Yeah. So it's yeah. not almost like it's Shakespeare characters in it, which is very cool. Yeah, and, and a lot of different themes. I mean, like really specific to specific. Mm-hmm you know shakespeare plays so uh yeah jen mm-hmm. I, it sounds like you you got a lot to say here i won't uh, get yeah there. yep um i mean yeah i loved gargoyles and i remember i mean watching that probably later than i watched almost all of these other shows um mm-hmm. it's fairly comparable i would say like with the level of storytelling to like x-men the animated series um which is definitely yeah, definitely more complex than most of these others that we're watching and yeah, watch this and then read Midsummer's Night's Dream in high school and being like, oh, <laughs> these are all characters from Gargoyles. <laughs> You're like, this is just like that episode, A Midsummer Night's Gargoyle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I thought they did such a great job with that, like really interesting characters and unusual storytelling. And so yeah, I loved Gargoyles. Um, but I mean, you can't argue with the staying power of Pokemon. Oh, right. So, like, I, I play Pokemon Go still, um, like, every day. And, and my kid knows the names of tons of different Pokemon, and I never watched the show um, and or, like, played the cards, but here I am almost 40 years old and still, like, playing Pokemon Go. So, I mean, it's it's such a huge property. So... I can't, I feel like Gargoyles is so niche that, like, people, it's a very small percentage of people that watched it and love it, and Pokemon, Pokemon's everywhere. I think, I don't, yeah, I think it could be, it could be interesting. Did you you know there's over 800 species of Pokemon? (laughs) I believe it. Yeah. Ryan, what do you think? I have over 600 in my backpack right now. (laughs) Wow. You know what Pokemon kind of reminds me of? Beanie Babies. Yeah. Just because Only it's longer. like you have to catch them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there, there's over 800 different species. Um, <laughs> both had a Princess Diana um, bear. <laughs> um, no. So interesting fact about Pokemon. Did you know that Pokemon means pocket monsters? Um, that's about the extent of my knowledge of Pokemon. (laughs) Um, uh, my wife also is very into, uh, Pokemon Go. So I kind of learned a lot of the names of the creatures and stuff from that. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I know Pikachu, I know gotta catch them all. Um, (laughs) that, that's about it. Gargoyles, on the other hand, I also know nothing about. Oh. So we can go we're ahead gonna and have move to send on. You, We're going to have to send you the speech from the beginning of Gargoyles. Yeah. That ends with, we are gargoyles. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Send me links. It's, it's pretty good. Also, it's a little on the nose that the leader and biggest gargoyle is named Goliath. So, I don't know. Whatever. Um, our next matchup, we've got uh, Gem, or maybe mm-hmm. also known as its movie title, Gem and the Holograms, uh, versus the Animaniacs. Oof. And, Tough draw. Um, mm-hmm. 
Very tough draw, and Animaniacs, similar to uh, another show we'll be talking about in our next matchup, but um, the fun thing about Jump, it was um, created by the same people who did uh, both G.I. Joe and Transformers. It was kind of a okay. Has mm -hmm. Hasbro uh, Marvel connection. Um, Animaniacs, you know, that classic Warner Brothers throwback to kind of old Hollywood vaudeville Marx Brothers type stuff. Um, I think this is, yeah, like you said, Ryan, tough draw. What do you think? Yeah. Here? Uh, I don't, I mean, I might vote for Jem just because <laughs> it's not going to, it's going to get trounced <laughs> by Animaniacs, yeah. I'm sure. Um, and I'm not a huge Animaniacs fan. That, that was one of those shows that I feel like I was in junior high when it got big. So I was a little mm -hmm. old. I know that there still were, um, kids who are my age who are really into Animaniacs, so it's not like I was too old for it, but mm -hmm. um, it was just a little, like, a little past my cartoon-watching days. Jem mm -hmm. um, was right in my, like, you know, when I was in my cartoon-watching prime. Um, that theme song slaps mm -hmm. so hard. Mm -hmm. That is definitely mm -hmm. one of the best theme songs in this tournament. Um, and I also love how in the middle of the, um, much like, you know, the Gummy Bears theme song we talked about in the last episode, in the middle of her, you know, of, of the theme song, they introduce you to the villains of the show in one line. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, um, yeah, Gem is great. Uh, so I'll probably be leaning that way just to show some love. But mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, Animaniacs is legendary. And, you know, I think it's definitely... One of the favorites to go all the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this was a, a continuation yeah. of those, you know, reimagining of, of younger uh, properties. What do you mm -hmm. think, Jen? Um, yeah, I mean, Animaniacs is my pick to win the whole thing. And I adore it. Um, I When I taught drama class, we watched a lot of Animaniacs for all the voice work. Um, I impressed them by being able to do, like, a third of the song with all the countries, uh. um, the countries of the world, um, by Yakko Order. Yeah. Um, so they impressed how far I could make it. And then we'd turn the words on, they'd have the words in front of them and they'd try to sing it along with it. Um, so it just had, I think one of the things I loved was that it had such great songs and they like released the CDs. My brother had the CD of Animaniac songs from like the first two seasons. And they're just so like packed full of information. Um, mm -hmm. And like so much of what I learned about like the UN is from this great Animaniac song called <laughs> You and Me. And it's got a great melody and teaches you that, you know, the head of the General Assembly is Boutros Boutros Gali. And <laughs> I just learned a whole lot. And yeah. And I mean, well, Pinky the, and the Brain is so great. They have all yeah. the different, the different ones. There's a Slappy, the squirrel sketch that was a play on who's on first, but it's about the who, the band, <laughs> um, Woodstock, which was fantastic. It did such a great job with the different levels of jokes, you know, having the humor that little kids would like, but also like some very adult level humor going on too. Um, the reboot fantastic as well we binged the reboot um like the whole family on thanksgiving and from like the seven-year-old to the 70-year-olds all really enjoyed it um i hate that no. i have to vote against gem because i de that was one of my first favorite tv shows um i wish i think that one is the one of all of these shows in the biggest need of a reboot uh, still animated. The non-animated movie wasn't great, obviously, but I think an animated version of that would be a huge hit. And then they could release those songs out because I love dumb pop songs and I would love to hear more of that. So I'm here for, for more Gem. Um, what was really frustrating about Gem is they had Gem dolls too, but they weren't the same scale as Barbie's. They like Barbies, I think, are 10 inches and Gem was like 12 inches, which was very frustrating. So they couldn't, you could like play with them together. They, they couldn't share appeared. outfits. They you couldn't know, they share couldn't, outfits. Like, go... They look hey, like man, two I... different species. 
I think I, I think that's pretty natural though because I had friends and like we wanted to share T-shirts, but you know, <laughs> Buddy was an extra large and I was a medium, and it just didn't work out. So it's yep. more natural to real life. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, kind of in the similar vein here with our next matchup, um, we've got the Smurfs uh versus tiny tune adventures and again tiny tune adventures mm -hmm. another one of those like mm -hmm. we're, gonna, we're gonna make everything a little younger uh -huh. um you know reboot everything um but the smurfs is kind of i, I think the smurfs is our biggest outlier in this whole tournament um it, based on belgian toys that, that's yeah and then turned into a, a a comic and um you know really kind of not doesn't share too much with uh, at least uh, thematically and you know timing wise mm -hmm. with uh, a lot of the other cartoons you know where in this tournament you could see you know this developed that and that's why it became popular afterwards the Smurfs were the kind of that outlier the other cool thing is they really had uh, a lot of uh, use of classical music like kind of almost free mm -hmm. reign of of uh, a lot of uh, classical pieces throughout their uh, run, but um, yeah, Tiny Toon Adventures, very similar to the Animaniacs, um, you know, that uh, vignette kind of uh, mm -hmm. presentation, different uh, uh, little little small stories, but still kind of a running storyline, a lot of pop references. Ryan, what do you got? Two big this, properties. Yeah, yeah, this is a tough one for me. Um, you know, I I think Tiny Toon Adventures will win. I think this oh, really? is also like a big contender. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know if that's where I'll go. Again, with with Tiny Toons, I was a little old. Um, and But I remember really enjoying it. I remember mm -hmm. it being immensely popular. Um, but I never liked it as much as I liked, you know, original Looney Tunes. Mm -hmm. Um, I because you you loved the racism and the sexism, <laughs> and, the and they lost so much of that. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Um, <laughs> but um, the Smurfs, just a weird classic cartoon that got ripped off a lot. Like it, yeah. it was one of those weird things that just worked, and mm -hmm. you know. That there were elements of it that now like really gross me out as far as like, <laughs> um, you know, a the whole like replacing every word with Smurf is so <laughs> dumb. Um, and okay, I get what you mean. <laughs> yeah, like saying like, you know, I don't know, like get the Smurf yeah. out of here or whatever. I don't think they actually <laughs> said that, but stuff like that. <laughs> It's just, yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, Mother Smurfer. What does that yeah. mean? <laughs> yeah, a lot of swearing in that show, just covered up by Smurfs. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't like that. Was there only one female Smurf? Yeah, I think that's, so. Like main one. That's weird. We could probably dig deep and find another one. I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know. I mean, there, yeah. there, I think you're right. There might have only been one. Which is, I mean, that's almost all of these shows. We're looking at one I female suppose. character. Yeah. Maybe two with Muppet Babies. Like, it's it's was so dramatically, like, male-centered, almost all of these that's, shows. That's very true. So, never mind. Smurfs. Smurfs rule. I, lo I, lo I loved how male centric Jem in the holograms was. That's, That's like the only one, the though. Exception. I mean, <laughs> I'm just kidding. look through almost this whole bracket, That's, and it's like one truly, token female character. Jem is a truly outrageous exception to the rule. Exactly. <laughs> no, you're you you are correct. Although, uh, while uh, heavier on male characters, we we have forgotten to point out how some of these shows have had awesome strong lead female characters um so um not i'm not trying to make an exception or like anything what? like you're you're 100 correct but um uh you know pistol from uh Gro goof troop and um 
I cannot for the life of me remember the, the, the female lead's name in Pokemon, who eventually becomes a trainer also. It's not good enough. But yeah, they're also, not lead characters. They, they sound they're like, like classic they're characters, interesting supporting Jake. characters. Right, right. But but well, we do have uh, now now uh, in Tiny Toon Adventures. I love how they split the lead uh, mm-hmm. with with Babs and Buster Bunny, and um, you know again progress not good enough, but uh, <laughs> doing a better job of of introducing some more uh, uh, female characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the. The fun thing with Tiny Toons, and and again, I've forgotten to mention this about a couple of the shows, but a lot of these shows um, had primetime premieres um, to yeah. kind of introduce. And I, th- I thought that was kind of an interesting, uh, uh, you know, strategy. Like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna make this big event. Uh, get your kids to watch primetime TV, and then the every single commercial, we're gonna tell them tune in every Friday at mm-hmm. four p.m. and and they're 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 stuck because kids remember stuff like that. So they do uh, good, good marketing strategy. But uh, yeah, Jen, do you, do you like Smurfs? Do you like the tiny tunes? Do you like them both? Yeah. I never really liked Smurfs. It was another one that always just seemed weird to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't, I didn't watch a ton of it. it reminded me, um, like just kind of like setup wise, uh, like it was Fraggle Rock. You know, mm-hmm. and that you've got mm-hmm. like the bad guys, you've got like the mysterious like place. Um, and I much preferred Fraggle Rock, so I got, I got my fix with that mm-hmm. one. So I never watched much Smurfs. Um, I did watch a lot of Tiny Toon Adventures. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot more than the original like Looney Tunes, especially because there was a female character at least finally, and that was so rare in the Looney Tunes. But Bugs Bunny ones. in Bugs Bunny when he dresses up as a woman. I was yeah. just going to say yes. <laughs> yes, that is the type of representation I'm looking for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or the crazy the crazy witch that always said, sharp enough to split a hair, and then yeah. she'd drop a hair. <laughs> that, that was so, all yeah, females, I'll definitely right? vote top. Up, up until that, 1990? Yeah. yeah, totally cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You're good. Uh, so yeah, I'm voting Tiny Toons, but I feel like Smurfs like could definitely take it. It's mm-hmm. it's a huge one. It's still a big property. They're still making movies. Like I feel like Smurfs could take this on nostalgia. Um, but I'll be voting for Tiny Toons. And I think I I really love for all the reasons uh, both of you guys said, and I I do enjoy. And like we talked about in the last matchup with Animaniacs, with at both mm-hmm. these shows, all the pop culture references. Yeah. The one, mm-hmm. so I I do still have one. I haven't gotten gotten back and seen if it's still in the episode, but there is a um, there's an episode of Tiny Toon Adventures where um, I, I can't I can't remember the the exact song, but it was the song that always did the oh me so horny, um, <laughs> but they did a parody of it. And literally, like she, she, uh, she's dressed up in like leather gear, and it's oh me so bunny, and they <laughs> did it in the middle of the show. I'm like, that's not appropriate. That doesn't sound appropriate that, at all. How how did that skip through S and P? Yeah, but yeah, it, it's it's a quick little segment of like where they're you know they it was all little segments and they're explaining something. So mm-hmm. um, I'm excited uh, rewatching those episodes. I'm still in the introductory episode, so it hasn't been too many pop culture references. We have had the. Um, uh, um, in Animaniacs, I've seen the Wheel of Morality and yeah. the, uh, Tiny Tiny Tunes also had a wheel uh, wheel of comedy uh, where okay. they would pick. Mm-hmm. Wh- yep, the, so a little little sharing. Although they were both produced by Spielberg, so I'm not mm-hmm. surprised by the you know. I I did. There. That's one thing I kind of remember is in Animaniacs, like they would make reference to Steven Spielberg a lot. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, both the you know, yeah. Ryan, you need adult, to watch so. the the Animaniacs reboot. Will do. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, real quick, uh, I just wanted to mention a couple of things. So, uh, a lot of these shows, when we're talking about how they're different, um, in 1990, there was a, a Children's Television Act passed that and that made it mandatory that any animated show had to have at least some element of uh, educational purpose 
Um, I know, Ryan, on a previous episode, oh, you had talked about how in the 80s it got deregulated and all of a sudden mm-hmm. shows could be made to sell Turn toys. Turn into commercials. So. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're seeing kind of that, that back and forth mm-hmm. there. Um, but do you guys remember uh, the special cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue? Yeah. No. About I, drugs? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I loved, I, I, this sounds terrible, but I loved the way they animated drugs back in the day, like, <laughs> trying to teach lessons. In, like, <laughs> um, yeah, Cartoon All-Stars, it had Winnie the Pooh and the Smurfs, some of the Muppet Babies. Yeah, I remember Kermit. Oh, wow. Elf. Cross, yeah. com- like, cross countries, like, <laughs> cross companies. And I was, well, because it was simulcast on, like, all four major broadcasting mm-hmm. stations. and then, But I was the cool kid who taped it and oh. then brought it in for the class to watch. And everybody thought I was super cool. I bet. Oh. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was uh, my cartoon experience. But, that yeah, that's the end of our first round. Um, like I said, we've had some tough matchups. I think everything, it's, it's going to be close. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I still don't have a favorite here. It could go anyway. <laughs> uh, Dan N, we're happy to have you back at any time. <laughs> I know these are a little, these are a little too young for, for your cartoon taste, but come on back anytime yeah. we'll, do, we'll do we'll do some albums some older album tournament <laughs> coming up we love you Dan. i know i want to do types of soup i want to do <laughs> anil's suggestion nice i love it i think that would be great um oh. all right Any, anything to close out tonight no Jen? oh ha- no. happy pride month oh, yeah, well, oh, uh, yeah, yes, happy, happy Pride. Happy, oh, I've got to find a fun, uh, Pride meme that I'm going to post on the page because it ties in with our Perfect. our topic. Yeah. Yeah, it's been two weeks. We, we kind of, I, I dropped the ball there. Mm-hmm. Well, no, we, like, film, like, the last time we recorded was before Memorial Day, mm-hmm. so it was back in May. So, yeah, it's we got yep. to figure out a, a pride word that rhymes with dads and grads yeah okay i don't think it's possible i'm just kidding <laughs> but also i i know it's you know pandemic and everything it's also been a, a tough year for you know all of our students uh jen like you mm-hmm. said earlier so uh congratulations to everybody finishing out their year yeah ryan like you said a big happy pride to everybody Uh, be proud of who you are we love each and every one of you and for everybody out there in the pop tournaments universe please keep on voting and keep on popping pop pop (laughs) bye friends happy everything (laughs) 